So welcome back to Education Honestly. We're going to start off on a pretty serious note just because it's timely and it's something that all teachers face off and on. Pardon the whining and complaining. My dog would very much like some pumpkin pie and she would like it now. Sorry, love, it's not going to happen. So we begin in a hard spot because I think if you were to talk to most teachers, they would say that striking is not their first choice. It is not an ideal thing for any student. It's not an ideal thing for teachers. We lose quite a bit of pay in all strike actions. In fact, it's been compared to the money that we do get in said action is usually less than the money that we have lost because of what the time we have taken to do so. That's super hard. Um, I know that the thought and the concern about being able to pay bills and prepare for a loss of income is really alarming. The last strike that we experienced, we did uh, more rotating strike days, which softened perhaps the blow of not having the income, but it definitely by no means was any replacement. So this is a hard place to be. Like, do you vote to strike? Um, when this is coming out, we will have voted to strike, I think, yesterday by the time this comes out. And it would not be in the least bit shocking to have a 90-some-odd percent vote about to go on strike because we've gone over a year without a contract and it's a massive issue with inflation right now and the cost of living is just flying up. But our incomes have been rarely changed. Now, depending on what province you're in, you're probably paid better than others. And being from Ontario, we definitely have a good income. But it doesn't mean our cost of living isn't massive. I wouldn't want to live in BC because if I'm correct in my last um, checking in, their pay is appalling. And their cost of income is ginormous. So there's... There's things to consider. We usually do a strike vote followed by work to rule and then actually end up in a strike position. But even work to rule puts us in a rock and a hard place because there's those things, the things that you do in a day as a teacher that you probably don't even think of as extra or something that you wouldn't just do anyways. There are so many dedicated, amazing teachers who give time for extracurriculars, that extra phone call to a parent. And yes, there are absolutely teachers who my day is done and I'm not reaching out and giving that any extra time at all. And that's, they're right. But I wouldn't say it was the norm, nor would it be something that I usually prescribe to because I think part of the reason I got into teaching was I wanted somebody to treat their students as they would treat they would want their own children treated, not as their own children, but as they'd want to be treated. And I find that I struggle with that all the time to make sure that I remind myself that any other teacher, it's not necessarily their job to go above and beyond and you forget what is and isn't above and beyond. So work to world can be really hard in in so many subtle ways. I remember the last time I wasn't even thinking about it and I went to put in the photos of the class students on their OSRs and I got called out for doing it during work to real time and I was like I didn't even think of this as not one of our normal activities and that may not be the case in every school but it was one that was pointed out to me 
Oh, I forgot to <laughs> random thought. Um, I'm trying to stay around the 10 minute mark for any of these because we've all got busy lives and don't have any time. And the dog is back and has stolen my hair tie and is trying to eat it and make create lots of extra noise. Sorry. So when we're on work to rule, there's always that fear of other people judging us. And are you doing extras? Or are you not doing extras? And I don't know where the answer for that one is. It's hard. And it's perfectly valid to not be sure what that looks like for you and you as a teacher. There's loads of parental judgment, loads. There is a really high expectation for most parents because their children are their most important thing in their world. And that's thoroughly understandable. But not every parent thinks that work to rule is fair or necessary. There is also the very common perception that the only reason that teachers strike is because of income. It's not just that. There are so many other factors. Class size, uh, funding, not funding for teachers, funding for what goes in the classroom. Because if you, there are so many, like if you go around Instagram, there's so many examples, especially at the beginning of the year of a board of education or ministry of education funded classroom versus a teacher funded. And it is common practice whether it be appropriate or not for teachers to load loads of their own income into classrooms to improve them and make them more a bit of a better learning space a third teacher so the you know there's all these other things to consider but parents don't always understand they see us as having summers off um not realizing that there's you know we're paid for 10 months and it's usually amortized, but it is only a 10 month job, even though we sometimes have to come in at the beginning of summer and definitely at the end to set up and there's no payment for that. So one of the other things that we are considering with a strike is the family stress. So if I'm on strike, so are my children. So who's watching my kids while I'm on the picket line trying to get the measly pathetic pay we get when we do strike? who's watching my babies because I know it's hard for everybody else to get somebody to watch their kids but I've got to get somebody to watch mine now that sometimes works out when my family can pitch in but that's not always the case and I will have a child old enough to watch younger siblings this year but are they ready for that it's a, it's a really delicate balance of your comfort and ability and it's got to be hard on people with really 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 young children and figuring that out Te um all teachers have their families to consider period i understand why some people cross the picket line it's not something i'd highly recommend but i get it because if you're barely making your mortgage or it's too tight to feed your kid or your single income family i get it I understand why it happens. Like I said, I wouldn't recommend it because that is full of consequences. But yes, definitely something to consider. All right. Oh, and there are people who absolutely do not agree with the need for strike. They're perfectly content with what we've got right now and think it's a waste of time and let's get back to work already. And again, they're entitled to their opinion and they're entitled to the time, but there are consequences to going against the, um, I guess, the expectations. Okay, uh, where am I? Hmm. Oh yeah, it does cause division. It causes division not only at a... I would say there's definitely union consequences if you don't follow the rules. But there's also division within the school. Some people are... 
I've actually never worked at a school where somebody crossed the picket line, but I can only imagine what that would be like and what they would and like what that experience would be for the, for the person. And it's just thoroughly unfair. But also there are people who are in different unions in the same building. I once worked in a building where there are five different unions in the exact same building and everybody striked at a different rate in place. And supporting your coworkers is not always easy while still having to do your own job. I know last year, in last school year, the many, many, many of the QP support staff workers were out on protest. It wasn't even legal strike, but protest. And I would, I really did respect and understand why they were out. And I would have liked to have gone to support that, but it was made really clear by the teachers union that we had to go to work. Supporting was not an issue or sorry, not an option. And sending those text messages saying, you're so proud of you and Thank you for fighting the fight that it would eventually affect us all, or so I felt at the time, or probably still do. It didn't feel like enough. But how do you show up for that? How do you show up for other people? Um, also, just like on another note, the compensation you get from striking, like any gains made, takes what feels like an eternity to get to you. So you're not going to see or feel the gains of your actions for sometimes a year, hopefully less, but sometimes a year. And some of them get taxed so highly that it feels like you've got next to nothing. I know that I really could use some breaks in our benefits, um, that being an extra year without a contract and having the rate for dental and everything else having gone up, you really feel it when you take your kids to the dentist or you take yourself. Um, you always want the best medical care for your whole family and it's not always an option. Um, and then you got to think about this. Great. We finally, we've done a vote. We've done work to rule. We may have gone on strike, but how long is our contract going to be valid for? Because if it's a short contract, I've experienced a three year, you basically go back for two years and you're out on strike again and you're starting from scratch. That is so much pressure. So there's no right or wrong answer as far as I'm concerned when it comes to strike votes, work to rule, and striking all together. But You've got to do what's right for you. You've got to do what's right for your family. And supporting each other as a whole makes absolute sense. But that's not always the case. Um, there are some very strong feelings. And understandably, I was raised in a union support family. And there's judgment. But that's just human nature. So if you're thinking to yourself, oh, teachers get such a great break. We have holidays. or And you're not actually like an experienced lived through this teacher. It sucks. It just sucks. So before making a comment or, you know, maybe ask a teacher what it's like, consider their thoughts because it's not easy. So thanks for listening today. There's my slightly over 10 minutes thoughts on the upcoming strike vote and the potential consequences. Here's that shameless call to action from my son. Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to follow my mom. Instagram at Education Honestly and Education Honestly on Facebook. Lastly, our email is Education Honestly Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for calling.